Welcome to another podcast by InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting. Hi, you're listening to the Inside Carolina podcast. I'm your host, John Siegley, talking with Don Callahan today. Going to be recapping the football recruiting weekend that happened for the Duke game. Don, first and foremost, how's it going for you today, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing all right. Luckily, the weather is still very nice over here in North Carolina. So, you know, even though the uh, football results aren't what they are, could be worse. So I'll take what I can get at this point. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the weekend that was in terms of football recruiting. Probably the biggest name on campus, at least to me, was Michael Salahuddin, the four-star running back currently committed to USC. Salahuddin visited. This was his official visit. And kind of start us off with what have you heard from him since the visit concluded? Well, you know, just to kind of rewind a little bit, he's a running back, out of, a four-star running back, as you mentioned, out of Washington, D.C., as you mentioned, he committed to Southern Cal in June, and even right after that, actually a month after that, he took an unofficial visit to UNC, and then he planned on taking all of his official visits, or most of them, throughout, and this is his first official visit. So this was, uh, you know, this was obviously important for North Carolina to, to make a, a strong impact on him. You read the story, so why don't you just tell me what, what your perspective was? Yeah, Don's referring for the listeners to the story that Inside Carolina ran today, uh, just kind of recapping what the visit was. The biggest takeaway for me for Salahuddin is it sounds, just from his own comments, that the visit went about as well as you could expect from a UNC perspective. I like the fact that his mom came along for the trip. Is that a pretty important key to you, Don? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that if she didn't come, that would have been a very bad sign. She visited during that that visit in July. And from what he told me, she really liked it. She obviously wants him to play as close as possible, just as most mothers do. So for her to come along and uh, kind of help with that was pretty big. You mentioned that she wants him to to play close to home. And, you know, this might be a a situation where if distance is a big deal to her, what does that mean for the rest of his official visits? I mean, is he planning to go to other schools in the area? Well, you know what, what's interesting is for a while there, I thought Maryland was the team that probably posed the biggest threat for North Carolina, not USC, just because of the location and because he has two teammates that are committed to Maryland. But when I asked him after the official visit, what other official visits he had scheduled or were planned to schedule. One, he told me he didn't have any official visits scheduled. And then two, he didn't mention Maryland. He mentioned scheduling, obviously, one to USC and then one to Michigan. And then he actually said that he was in the process of working on one with with Clemson. So I thought that was a good sign. But then again, I'm talking to him literally right after he had finished his UNC official visit. For anyone who knows how official visits go, you know, he arrived on Friday night, you know, woke up early on Saturday morning, you know, spent the entire day in Keenan Stadium, was out late on Saturday night, then had to wake up super early again on Sunday, did a bunch of meetings, did a bunch of tours throughout the weekend, 
and then is back on the road heading back up to Washington, D.C. So it's a big burden on a kid. I don't say burden. It's, 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 it's a lot on a kid. You're tired. You're a little burnt out. And he definitely was a little burnt out. So maybe he forgot to mention Maryland. Maybe he forgot to mention some of these other schools. Because from what I was told recently is that uh, Florida was a team that was making a strong push recently. And he didn't mention Florida either. So, you know, North Carolina, the location that you mentioned, I think will play in North Carolina's favor. Getting that first official visit, we talked about this last week. I think for North Carolina's perspective, it would be probably better for North Carolina to host him for one of the latter official visits. But I guess they wanted to kind of get him, make sure that they kind of secured one of those five and not let another school kind of get in there. Yeah, well, and you mentioned Clemson, which for anyone that follows football recruiting closely, Carolina fans very familiar with Clemson kind of poaching some higher elite level prospects. I haven't read that Clemson was ever really in it for Salahuddin, but have they emerged? Is that just something that I missed or have they kind of come on the scene here lately? That was, you know, just kind of going over my notes, to be honest, that was probably the first time that he had mentioned to me about Clemson. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that Clemson wasn't, hasn't been a factor or hasn't been in it. But it sounds like maybe Clemson's making a, a, a kind of like a late push. Like I said, just looking back at my notes, I mean, he doesn't mention Clemson at all. And, and I've, been, I've been to his school. I spent a lot of time with him at the Nike opening regional a, a few months or actually in the spring. Talked to him after his, his unofficial visit in July. And I also talked to him another time. And, and we text here and there. And he never once mentioned Clemson up until this past weekend. So it sounds like Clemson... I'm sure that they offered early on like everybody else, but it sounds like they're just kind of making a stronger push recently yeah. with, with uh, Salahuddin. Well, for a prospect of at his level, and especially at a position of need for Carolina, running back, we've talked a lot earlier on in this podcast and just on Inside Carolina in general about how thin Carolina is at that position. So... Mm-hmm. My thought process is, even though it sounds as if Clemson may be coming on for him, he's going to take that official visit, at least he's thinking about it, to Michigan. They're kind of a you know perennial football power program. It, but it, it's a situation where Carolina just has to crew him until he, you know, well, he's committed to somewhere else right now. We're still going after him even then. But I think this is one where Carolina just has to go all the way to signing day, unless if he just completely cuts the staff off. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't, I mean, even when UNC fills its objective at that position, I think UNC has to continue to recruit him. I mean, there's a reason why the staff is in it with, as you mentioned, I mean, these, these recruiting heavyweights, Southern Cal, which recruits nationally, Michigan, which, which recruits nationally with, with, uh, with Harbaugh and Clemson. and then. Obviously, Maryland, I wouldn't consider necessarily a heavyweight. Hopefully, there's no Maryland fans listening. Um, <laughs> but they are the closest school to him. Florida is another school that, that recruits nationally. So UNC really has been in it because of their persistence. And I don't anticipate that dropping off because, I mean, he's, he's a super talent. Yeah, and, and it sounds from his comments in the story, which, again, for anyone listening, if you're not already subscribing – you can check that out on the Inside Carolina Tar Pit Premium Message Board. He talked about how much he enjoyed the atmosphere. The crowd for the Duke game 
was the best one of this season by far. And, you know, they were loud. It sounds as if he enjoyed the campus. So, again, I think that's why I believe Carolina did as well as they could on this official visit. But just sometimes the competition is real stiff. So we'll have to see how this one plays out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you 100%. I think that based off of his responses, they couldn't have been any more positive. Everything was positive. It didn't seem like there was a negative negative response in anything that I, that I talked to him about. I think UNC is going to be in it. It's going to be a battle. And we'll be right back after these messages with more recruiting information from Don. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finance is made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. And welcome back. This is John Siegley again, still speaking with Don Callahan. So, Don, in addition to Michael Salahuddin, Carolina also had some committed prospects in for the Duke game. As you mentioned before, Carolina usually has several committed guys on campus, but one name in particular stood out for this past weekend, and that was Tyler Shook. And for those who may need a little bit of a refresher on who Shook is, just give us a quick reminder. Well, uh, he's an Elite 11 quarterback. He's a four-star quarterback. And his location is exactly why his visit is such a big deal. He's from Arizona, he, uh, to be exact. He's from Hamilton in, in Chandler, Arizona. And you know, for North Carolina to pull a kid of that caliber from that far away is huge. He obviously, because of his proximity to North Carolina, he hasn't visited since he, he committed to UNC way back in June. He took a visit. I think it was like a three or four day, or I think it was the three day visit where he actually camped at Carolina and committed before he left and hadn't been back since. So this was important to kind of get him back on campus to make sure that he still felt as comfortable as possible with UNC, with the staff, with the coaches, and that sort of thing. And one thing that I took away from, again, reading your article, which went up yesterday, just kind of recapping Shook's visit to Carolina, one thing that I liked about it is it sounds as if he kind of really clicked with Salahuddin, and it seems as if he's doing as much as he can, I guess, as far as recruiting other guys to Carolina. I mean, Arizona's kind of, you know, not really known as a super hotbed of recruiting, so I'm not sure how much influence he can have in that state. But it sounds as if he's trying to really reach out to these guys from other parts of the country. Yeah, well, typically you have kind of like a face of your 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 commitment list, and usually it's the quarterback. It's not always the case. Last year, for example, Jake Lawler, I felt like Jake Lawler and Michael Carter were kind of the faces of the commitment list who kind of took it upon themselves to help UNC with recruiting. And I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like there's guys who do some recruiting here and there, but they don't have a guy who who is as persistent as uh, Lawler or uh, Michael Carter were last year. So to hear that he has been doing a little bit of recruiting and is going to to kind of amp it up a little bit was pretty big. You know, he has, even though he plays, I don't even... I don't even know how far away apart from Salahuddin, but um, they they actually have a slight 
past. They play. They both went to the opening together. They were teammates at the opening, so they know each other. I was there on the sidelines during pregame for the UNC Duke football game, where they actually first saw each other, and it wasn't just a "Hey, how you're doing?" It was a, it was a hug. It was a you know it was definitely you could tell that they knew each other. And in talking to Tyler after his visit to North Carolina, he mentioned that he talked to him a lot and that they talked a little bit after the opening, but then it really kind of amped up within the last week or two once Tyler realized that Salahuddin was officially visiting this weekend and that UNC was actually a big player for his recruitment. And it continued during the weekend, and he says it will continue beyond this weekend. And aside from that, I also like that he looked to be touching base with William Barnes. We discussed him a little bit on the last podcast that we did. To me, offensive line is, I don't know if I'd say it's the second or third most important recruiting position still left for Carolina. To me, it's running backs number one, secondary. You know, I lump the, just the secondary into kind of one positional group. As, and then O-line as kind of two or three, take your pick either way. William Barnes, um, just the big four-star kid out of Florida. You know, I think it's a long shot to get him, but again, similar to what we said for Salah Houdin, with these four-star kids that are can possibly even play as as freshmen, Carolina's got to just go after them. You can't stop, and so every little bit helps. So if Shook is also trying to connect to him, I think that that's a huge positive. No, absolutely, and I think really, regardless of what happens with. Barnes and I'm in the same mind as you with with where he's leaning, but I think it says more about Tyler the fact that he's getting more comfortable in his role as being a potential leader for this recruiting class, and it's it actually I mean I know that he's in Arizona and a lot of the guys that UNC is recruiting are in the I guess Mid Atlantic area ish, but he has a lot of uh, cachet because. He's a lead 11 quarterback. He's a four-star quarterback. NFL Network is actually broadcasting their lead 11 TV show, I think, once a week now. And, and Tyler's on there. And they can easily look him up and, and see that he's just not some quarterback out of the middle of nowhere who, you know, just kind of run-of-the-mill quarterback. I mean, he's he's a an elite guy, not to not to use a pun there. But so I, th- I think he kind of you know, carry some weight when he reaches out to recruits. And I think it's going to be good and, and important for him to continue to reach out to not only the, the recruits that we've mentioned, but to, to reach out to other recruits that UNC is pursuing. And obviously, to kind of wrap it up on Shook, you know, it's a long way to, to signing day. I read his interview and everything as being, you know, that he's very much committed to Carolina. I just want to touch real real quick on one of the things that you mentioned as well is getting his family involved with these visits. I, I was personally encouraged also by that as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because his mother actually visited with him in June. His father wasn't there, which actually surprised a lot of people who were involved with the recruitment of Tyler, that, that the fact that he committed without his father also there. They thought that he would at least go home and make the commitment. So for his, so this time around, Tyler and his father came. And so that was huge, you know, to get his father also on campus to make sure his father's on board with everything. But I think more than anything else, I mean, this was an unofficial visit. And for those who don't understand the 
I guess the terminology with recruiting unofficial visit means that he pays for everything, including his lodging and probably the most expensive part, his, his, uh, transportation. So he, both him and his dad on their own dime paid to fly from Arizona to RDU spend a couple, I think, oh, actually I think it was just the one night in, in Chapel Hill. And that's for anybody who travels regularly, that's, that's not cheap. So you know, you're not going to do that just for just for anything. You're going to do that because it, it's a legitimate interest. You're you're in it for the long haul with North Carolina. That was my takeaway as well. So then, to go ahead and wrap this one up, Don. What do we have coming out for recruiting for the rest of this week? Well, I know that we talked about Salahuddin and Tyler Shook visiting, but UNC had a bunch of other visitors who were pretty critical, mostly. F- Underclassmen, um, you know, the five-star running back. I, I believe Scout has him as the top running back for the 2019 class in Kavaris Crouch. He was on campus. I'll have a story on him later on in the week. Uh, he had some some interesting things to say that that I definitely, you know, if I'm a UNC fan, I want to read. Um, talk to Drake Thomas, who this is his second game visit this season to North Carolina. You know, he has some some good things to say about Carolina. C.J. Clark is a, is a defensive tackle, in-state defensive tackle, who uh, 2019, just like uh, Drake Thomas and and just like uh, Crouch, C.J. Clark is actually kind of a, a fast riser. He recently was offered by Alabama. You know, he has a you know, handful of offers, I think seven total offers right now. So he's a guy who it's good to kind of get him back on campus again. And then they had a pair of four stars from the 2019 class and Trevon Freshwater and jl walker and and we'll have updates on on all of those guys also tell you what i really liked the little tease there on crouch because that's someone who i've been keeping my eye on i'm looking forward to reading that one because you know eventually carolina to me just got to start getting these five-star in-state kids and so hopefully you know if what you if he's got some interesting things to say for for carolina fans i'm keeping my eyes peeled for that one yeah, and if and if you're not a guy who likes to watch film, just go and look at his stat line. His stat lines against some of the top competition in North Carolina. I'm talking Mallard Creek, West Mech. Uh, he has put up some unbelievable numbers. I mean, I'm talking like uh, 250 yards rushing numbers, and he plays he plays some defense too. And now he'll, he'll be well. He's being recruited primarily as a running back, but I mean, he's he's a, he's a player. He's He'll be the 2019 version of Zamir White. Ah, uh, that's that, that's high praise right there, man. <laughs> well, he he definitely deserves it. I mean, he's a big kid, big kid, big strong kid, big you know, big running back. Whoever gets him is going to be getting a, a player for sure. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks again, Don. Great information for this and even more recruiting news, especially to read those articles that Don just alluded to. Head over to the Inside Carolina Tar Pit Premium Message Board and get the scoop there. Thanks again, Don. Thank you. Thanks for listening to InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports, your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting.